10 million viewers. Yes, that is a lot, especially for the NCAA. And we're not talking about the men's side, because that is in itself, it's a lot of people when it comes to watching a championship, a collegiate championship, that is a lot of people watching. But 10 million set a record to watch the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship, LSU versus Iowa. And at a time where everyone should be congratulating the winner and just people, everyone, even with the loser, everybody coming together and saying, man, this is awesome. We are seeing the rise of women's sports, at least when it comes to basketball. We are seeing something on the rise. There's something that just started to tear it all down. What is that? Welcome to the island. I am your host, Alpha Samuel, and welcome to the place where everyone can come together, <laughs> unlike what I was just saying, what is about to tear everybody apart. But welcome, every everybody. Now, let's get down to this nitty-gritty of what exactly am I talking about when I'm speaking on this tournament when it comes to the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship against LSU and Iowa. Great game. Well, some of the best to ever play are playing in this game, if not the best are playing in this game when it comes to females basketball, women's basketball. They are playing in this game. And they went head-to-head, one on each side of the team, one on each side of the court. Each team had their, their greats out. And they did not disappoint. So what happened? Well, at the end of the game, LSU wins. And then, as normal, the winner taunts the loser. That's something we all see in competitive sports, in competitive athletes. That's what they do. We, the loser, you know, mainly wins. And they somewhat, in some shape or form, they taunt the loser. They either do it a lot or they do it very little, but they still do it. Some do it with grace, some don't. But it's expected. So why was so much emphasis put on this? Was it because they're women? Because we do know when it comes in the male atmosphere of athletics, it, it, it's nonsense. Stop. It goes. It, it's expected almost. If you don't taunt the loser and you just won, what are are you really a winner? Like that. That's basically how it it goes. So what happened in the female realm with the women on the women's basketball court? And everyone is going up in arms because of it. I think, in my honest opinion. It wasn't expected because everyone has this mindset of on how females should act gracious when they win. Congratulate and move on. That's usually how it goes. This one had the taunting at the end. Both sides were taunting regardless. But then at the end, you better be the winner when you taunt because if you're the loser, it's going to get very bad for you. And that's exactly what happened. And that's just my 
perspective on the whole thing. It's just people weren't expecting the females, the ladies out there, the women out there to act basically how the men act. That wasn't expected. And everyone got up in arms. But that is not how it's being talked about. What's being talked about, actually, and you can just go to your ESPNs or your FS1s or wherever you want to go to listen to your sports broadcasting, your sports, wherever you want to listen to or wherever you want to watch it, they are bringing in race. Now, this is the United States of America, and unlike a lot of other countries, we put so much emphasis on the color of your skin, which, you know, in my opinion, is pretty stupid because... Last I checked, if you were born and raised in the United States, that should make you a United States American, correct? You can correct me if I'm wrong. However, in the United States, there is more emphasis on the color of your skin than your own patriotism for your own country. That it, it, your, The color of your skin puts everything else on the back burner. For some reason, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but I have to put this in. It's it's odd because you can go to UFC events and you will have you, you'll hear the USA chants going on. You'll hear them. And it, it's when, you know, let's let's just say someone from. I don't know, uh, let's say Finland comes to Las Vegas and they fight at the MGM, you know, and they're fighting someone from the USA. You will hear those chants if they're both the same color. However, if they're not the same color, you won't hear those chants at all. If you have one, let's just say he's a black man. He's from the United States of America. He's born in the United States of America, and that's where he's from. That's what he loves. That's who he is. He is a true patriot of the United States. And he fights, let's just say, Conor McGregor. You won't hear the USA chants, even though the fight is taking place on USA soil. So I'm going to leave it at that. You'll hear more of the Conor McGregor chants than anything else. You won't hear USA. I'm going to leave it at that. So. What does that have to do with this basketball? Well, I can tell you this because Stephen A. Smith and others out there brought this up to the front of everything. That includes even Shannon Sharp and all of them. They, they all brought it to, to your face. They brought in, it's because of the color of your skin. The color of their skin. One of the superstar athletes from Iowa, she's a white lady. The other superstar athlete from LSU is a black lady. The black lady, her team, they won. She was taunting Iowa and their superstar. And they brought race into it. That's what they said. They said, we all know what really what it really is. Now, I'm going to tell you, what does this have to do with today's time? Even though in the United States, this is, this is, you know, a normal thing, a normal day when it shouldn't be. What does this have to do with today's time? And exactly 
what is about to unfold. You see, back in I'm just just a few years ago, we had this president. His name was Donald Trump. And he, while he was president, we had a lot and I mean a lot of riots and protests. Cities were on fire, literally on fire over race. And I can't even say over race because it, it was basically over the color of one's skin. Is this about to happen again? And I don't even I don't even want to say a lot. I just want to say the cameras were rolling and that is exactly what the news, what the media was trying to push in front of everybody. Because I can honestly say the same amount of people dying from the from the hands of police, it's happening still. That number hasn't gone down, but they're not talking about it as much. And when they do, they're not saying so much as it was this race died by this race and this race was a cop. They weren't doing any of that stuff. At least they're not doing that right now. For the most part, some yes, but for the most, no. So what is truly going on? Well, I can tell you what's about to happen. It's about to kick up. It's about to happen again. And this time, it's going to tear things apart even more so than what it did when Trump was in office. Now we have Joe Biden. He's the president of the United States. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. Me personally, I don't care either way. I don't. But I can tell you what's about to happen. And this basketball game, and with everybody focusing on the color of one's skin of over, over the taunting, instead of celebrating and everybody coming together at a time when everybody should be coming together, this is what they're focused on. And this is what's going to happen in the very near future of the United States of America. The rest of the world will be looking at the United States of America, wondering why are y'all going at each other's throats, trying to basically eliminate one race, if not all the races in your nation, even though y'all are all citizens of the United States of America. Y'all are all Americans. Why are y'all going at each other's throats like y'all are doing. It doesn't make sense. Actually, what y'all should be doing is coming together and celebrating like, you know, like LSU should be doing. Like Iowa, even though they lost, they're the runners up. They should realize, hey, we, we, we got so far. We can do this again, especially seeing how our superstar isn't leaving the school next year. She'll be back. We should be getting ready and celebrating. Everyone in the entire United States should be celebrating. This is a monumental victory for women's sports to get this many viewers, 10 million, were watching and they were all entertained. But instead of celebrating this monumental step in women's sports, they're being slapped down with race with racism, with it's all happening because 
the color of their skin. They are not acting the way they should be acting. That is what's taking, that's what's taking the front of all of this. The rest of the world will be looking at the United States just like we are looking at this sport, at these athletes, at these schools. The rest of the world will be looking at the United States in this manner. Because what is about to happen in this country, it will be nation will rise against nation. That is what is about to happen. And with that, I mean nationality will rise against nationality. Race will rise against race. People will start to see more and more the color of their skin. They will start to see, I'm going to go this way because the people who look more like me are going this way. Even though going the opposite way might be the right and the correct way to go. I will go that way because everyone who looks like me is going that way. Even though you should be going the opposite way because that is the right way to go. This is what's going to happen in this country very soon. Again, because something that we all have failed to realize is this. No matter how many laws and rules that we have put in place in times past, we still haven't done the one thing that would actually change the way people see each other in this country. That is the heart of man, the heart of the people. In the country, we have never truly sat down and truly had a conversation to see each other eye to eye and just say to each other, we are all one. That's something that's we, we've somewhat done it in the past here and there, sprinkled in a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cookies, whatever you want to call it, but we've never really got down to the nitty gritty, to the bone of the matter, to the heart of the person. We've never done that as a country, as a whole. I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about as a whole. That's why when certain things happen, it all goes back to race. It all goes back to the color of somebody's skin. It always does that, at least in this country. That is what's going to truly tear this country apart if we don't stop this where it's at. If we don't look past this, the color of someone's skin. Like I said, in my mind, it's, it, this, this happened because... You know, the, this isn't how usually the females, the female athletes act. They don't taunt each other. At least when they're on TV, we don't see it. We see this gracious winner and the losers like, oh, it's all, it's all great. We all high five each other. That's usually what we see. But I, I'm pretty sure because being a competitive athlete is something that I've done and when it comes to being competitive, it's going to happen, in my mind, male or female, doesn't really matter. If you are that high in your competitiveness, it's going to come out. However, that's not what people want to 
put this on, they always want to turn to what they find more comfortable, even though they might say talking about the color of people's skin isn't comfortable. However, I believe that's a lie because that's what it always boils down to every time something like this happens. It's the color of their skin. Now, I don't want to keep talking about this because there's more than just this going on right now. Yes, like I said, this nation will tear itself apart from the inside because of that. But what else is going on? Well, we have this beautiful thing. And by beautiful, I mean it's not so beautiful, actually, at all. We have the first time in the United States history a former president being indicted for a crime. This is monumental because this president, this former president, when he was in office, was impeached twice. They kept trying to do any and everything to get him out of office, and they failed every time. And now that he's out of office, they've been going after him so he doesn't try to go back to become a president of the United States again. They are doing everything they can to keep him down. And that's basically what it looks like. And everyone who's listening should know I'm talking about President Trump. Now, like I said, I personally, personally don't really care too much about the guy. I don't. Anyone who's heard me talk about him, they would tell you, yeah, he doesn't like him. I don't like Joe Biden either. Don't like either one. Per- I don't like him. I don't like what they, what they do nor what they stand for. Either they, neither one stands for the right thing. I can tell you that right now. However, it doesn't, take, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize what they're doing to the other side. Again, this boils down to two sides in the United States going to rip itself apart. Nation will rise against nation. In this case, party will rise against party political parties, that is, and they will tear each other apart. You might say, well, that's always been happening, but not to this level, at least not in the United States of America. It doesn't rise to this level to where one party decides to weaponize the Justice Department to toss the other side behind bars because they are too afraid to try to basically beat them mano y mano beat them on an even playing field. They want to weaponize the Justice Department and throw them in jail, doing a witch hunt to keep them down, to keep them out of power. Like like I've said to people in, in my conversations outside of this podcast, I've said this before, this is not a democracy. This nation is not a democracy. And anybody who is actually looking at will understand that the United States has not been a democracy since they put the Electoral College in place to actually find out who the President of the United States will actually be. We don't actually go off of the popular vote. We don't. See, if we did, that would mean that we are, we are a true democracy, but we don't go off of the most popular vote, actually. We have plenty of presidents in the past who won and became president 
but yet they did not win the popularity vote. Where most of the people in America, in the United States of America, most of those people voted for them, but yet they, that person was not the president. See, that would make us a true democracy if that happened, but no, not in this aspect. See, what the United States of America is, we are a republic. That's what we are. And now by throwing a rival because you don't like the guy and you're afraid of this person going back to power, you tossed the man in jail. You did a witch hunt to take him out of power and it failed. And now that he's out of power and one party is now in control of the government, you go after this person so they don't rise back to power and you're trying to throw this person in jail. You succeeded on, you succeeded in one way by getting him indicted by now he has been arraigned and he's going home and all of that stuff and he is basically if this was a normal person they would actually be tossed in jail shackled and thrown put on the 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 orange suit would have been tossed in jail but because you know he has his bodyguards called the secret service every former president gets the secret service for the rest of their life you can't just toss this guy in jail because that would mean the Secret Service, they got to go in there with them. So you make him go home. And basically, it's going to look like a house arrest type of ordeal. Or they might figure something out. But you're on a witch hunt to keep this man from rising back to power. You see, this is called a banana republic. When political enemies, rivals, go after each other, try to get the other one tossed in jail, they succeed. Whoever basically is in power succeeds in doing that. And if they can't get them tossed in jail, they go after their life. They go after their loved ones. And they try to get them all tossed in jail to keep this party from rising to power. That is called a banana republic. You see, we're on a fast track to a dictatorship. That's where we're at. Again, this goes back to nationality rising against nationality. Nation rising against nation. This is all from the inside. Understand what's going on. A lot of people don't realize it, but they need to. Because if they don't, they're going to be caught within the crosshairs of all of, all of this. And when the smoke clears, there's not going to be anything left. So what else is going on in this country? Well, I can tell you this. The United States dollar is plummeting very, very, and I mean very quick. The enemies of the United States, or the people that we say are enemies of the United States, they are banding together, and they've created the BRICS coalition, the BRICS nation. That's what they have created. Brazil, Russia, India. China, South America, they are banning together. I said South America, I mean South Africa. Sorry, South Africa. They are banning together. And with this, they have basically decided that our currencies of the BRICS nation, of the BRICS coalitions of all of these nations, this currency, our currencies, 
will be backed by actual tangible minerals, gold, precious metal. This is what will back our currency. Unlike the United States dollar, which is backed by air. I would argue our dollar is not backed by air. Our dollar is backed by our military. That's what our dollar is backed by. There's, it, it, it's, that's it. If our military falls, our dollar will completely plummet. It would be non-existing, actually. The only reason our dollar is so high is because all the other nations in the world have been afraid of our military. However, little by little, nation by nation, kingdom by kingdom, they are no longer becoming afraid. We have Iran striking, and I mean striking, they're sending missiles, they, they're just shooting missiles at the United States, at our military bases. We have Russia, we all know about what's going on with Russia and what they are doing. We have China, who is saying, come with it, because everything y'all are doing, we are going to smash you down. You have North Korea blasting missiles in the air, saying this is what we got. What do you have? Our enemies are becoming stronger and stronger. The people that we are supposed to not like, they are getting stronger and stronger, and they are doing everything they can to flatten the dollar, to make it go up in flames. So much that even one of our supposed to be biggest allies, I'm not talking about Israel, I'm talking about Saudi Arabia, they have flipped ship. They jumped ships. They jumped off our ship, the United States ship, that is. And now they are trying to join the coalition of the BRICS nations to the point to where they are now even saying, hey, this United States dollar stuff. Yeah, we don't care about that anymore. Whatever y'all guys want to send us, go ahead and send it. Actually, we're going to go as far as we might even cut off the United States dollar of, you know, using that to obtain our own oil, which would be a huge blow to the United States. You see, while we are over here inside the United States arguing about stupid crap, you know, the color of people's skin. While we are sitting over here rising against ourselves in our own country, there are other countries who are banning together to rise against us. See, that's something people aren't understanding. People are not getting. While we are over here arguing about what is a woman, these other countries don't give two blankety blanks about that. They just want to know how can we take the United States out and take them down. And we are over here arguing about the color of someone's skin because the taunting was too far. <laughs> That's what we're arguing about over here in the United States. While we are trying to put one of our own, a former president, in jail, and keep him from running again, and find every little nick and cranny to try to find some sort of crime on this guy and his family members and put them all in jail, those who hate this country are banning together to take us out. And what makes this even worse, 
what makes this all even worse, to put the cherry on top of this, to put the cherry on top of this Sunday, is that our own sitting president, Joe Biden, is actually being investigated. Yes, he is being investigated by Congress for treason, but yet nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to dive into that. Why is he being investigated for treason? Well, there's this thing called the Hunter Biden laptop. Apparently, apparently, they have all the information off of it now. Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden's uh, late son, his son, uh, Bo Biden, his wife, and of their some close associates, they've all been receiving money, all of them, millions of dollars since I believe it was 2015. Yes, 2015, if I'm not mistaken. That's when, you know, Joe Biden was still a vice president under the Obama administration. Yes, Joe Biden, this Joe Biden, who is now president of the United States, has been receiving money, millions of dollars, his family himself, his close associates, from the CCP. Those who don't know what the CCP is, that is the China's Communist Party. That is the CCP. They have been receiving money from one of CCP's backed energy groups. That group, that energy company, has been funneling money to the Bidens. Moreover, they've been actually using Ukraine before this war even happened. They've been sending money through Ukraine to get to Joe, to not Joe Biden, to get to Hunter Biden. So Hunter Biden could pass this money out to one specific associate who would then use this money to pass it out to everybody else and don't forget that they named the big guy i quote who is joe biden don't forget to make sure he gets his 10 percent of all of this money that was being funneled through this ccp backed energy you see this is all being investigated as of right now that nobody is actually talking about very few if any actually are this is what's going on while we are trying to throw one president in jail, well, a former president in jail. While we are doing that because he slept with a woman, <laughs> okay, great, he, he slept with the woman that wasn't his wife, two of them actually, they weren't his wife. All right, I'm not saying good or bad, I'm not saying anything like that, however, that's why we are trying to throw this man in jail, regardless of what you want to what you want to say. No, it's about the it's about how he paid these women. It's about he used federal funds to pay these women to keep them from talking. That's why we're trying to throw him in jail. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's called a misdemeanor, which the statutes of limitation that has passed. But because y'all are now saying he used federal funds, y'all are saying this is a federal crime, which now turns it into a felony, which means that there's no statute of limitation on what he did because y'all are just trying to 100% go after this man, this guy, at all cost. 
not realizing within your own party, your top guy, Joe Biden, the president of the United States, there's a lot of proof that would make this fact, that would make this statement that I'm about to say factual. This man is compromised by the CCP. He is compromised. His family is compromised. And he does not have the best interest of the United States citizen, the people of the country. He does not have our best interest because he is compromised. So he will do things because it's the CCP-backed energy group that is giving him money. It is that that will make him compromise. And he wants this money to keep flowing through. So basically, the CCP, they're the puppet master. And Joe Biden is the puppet. He is on their strings. So it's no wonder that it seems like everything that his governmental people, his administration is doing, it's no wonder whatever they do, it brings down the value of the dollar. The United States dollar and it props up and it brings more value to China's currency. Think about that again. While we are rising against each other, our our own currency is being manipulated by Joe Biden himself to prop up China's currency. There's only one way this will end, and it's not bad. I mean, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. It's not good. There's only one way it will end. And if we do not wake up in this country on what's truly going on and stop this this bickering over this person is this color of their skin and they shouldn't be taunting in this way or they should be taunting in this way because of the color of their skin, blah, blah, blah. If we don't stop this bickering, when we figure out we should probably stop, there will be no United States left. Understand this. Do not be like our president. Do not be like someone who can get played like a fiddle. Don't be that person. Understand and realize the times that you are living in and realize that you should probably open up your Bible and read it and understand that everything that's going on God has said it's in his word and only the fools who choose not to believe it only them they will burn understand that don't be like them trust me there's a lot of them out there this is the island podcast and I am your host Alvis Samuel and I want to thank you all for listening to this episode. Thank you all. And keep listening and keep reading. Keep going beyond what they are trying to tell you because there's more things out there than what seems to be shown to you. And if you want to contact me, you can. Uh, I at smarrow2318 at gmail.com. And I, again, apologize for the website that went down. Our website was taken down. It is what it is. I don't really care too much. So you can just contact me or just keep sharing this so this message and this podcast can 
get out there to everybody. And those who have been sharing and those who have been listening, and yes, those listeners all are all around the world, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Again, I am Alvis Samuel, and thank you for listening to the Island Podcast.